Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Get in the know, non-stop Vikings talk. It's Purple Daily on Score North and ScoreNorth.com. Gets me yep. juice every Friday. <laughs> He's yep. great. Yep. McAfee's fantastic. All right, boys. Welcome in to a little four-question Friday here on Purple Daily. Mackie, Judd, Declan, our executive producer. All of this presented by TCL. Enjoy more of what you love with TCL. And, uh, gentlemen, a little, little mixed bag of four-question Friday here for you guys. And let's, uh, without further ado, let's just get started with the first question here. This comes from uh, Jay Zolgad in St. Louis Park via email to both of us. <laughs> oh, very day. nice yeah. of him. He's a hard worker. Yep. Um, not including guys coming back from injury. So, Daniel Hunter, Anthony Barr, like those guys are not eligible. Which Vikings need to take a significant step forward in 2021 for this team to achieve what it wants, which I would assume is Super Bowl contention? I'm going to start off with second-year starting cornerback Cameron Dantzler, who I thought had a nice, not great, nice rookie year, uh, but he had a, a tendency to be hurt, which is not his fault, but he definitely has to Are you calling him a, stay a, a on pansy? the field. Are you questioning no, his toughness? I am saying the Bud Grant saying is true. The most valuable thing is availability for, a, for an athlete, and Cameron Dantzler needs to be available a lot. Which which uh, coach was it that said you can't make the club uh, in, in the tub? cold tub? Denny, whatever. Right, that was Denny Green. You can't make the club in the tub. Can't can't make the club in the tub. I think that was Denny Green. <laughs> uh, so Cameron Dantzler just taking a logical um, uh, big step. The other guy that I think there's just more there, and this has to do with him, and it has to do with coaching as well and play calling. Um, and I think it's a guy I brought up going into 2020 as well, Irv Smith Jr. Irv Smith Jr. I think can be a real threat. I like what he brings, and there are games where we watch him, and I'm just flat-out impressed. I think he's very good. There's also games where he disappears, and I don't know if that's a product of him, play-calling, or a combination of both. So I'm going to say on on both sides of the ball, I will say Dantzler on defense because I ideally, in my mind, you would like 2021 to conclude with saying that Cameron Dantzler is one of, if not the best cornerbacks on this team. Yeah, that's fair. And 
Irv Smith, just for a team that relies on tight ends and certainly incorporates them in the passing game, Irv Smith, I think there's more there there. And with Kyle gone now, I think there's the ability to unleash that without a veteran guy being like, oh, where's the ball for me? Okay. Yeah, it's uh, <clears throat> yeah, Dantzler is, is less like he struggled and needs to step up. It's more, oh, you, you started off well, and we think there's a chance for him to be a superstar, right? I'll give you one on the offensive side of the ball. We're all thinking it. 38 qualified NFL centers last yeah. year. And Garrett Bradbury was last in pass protection grade, according to Pro Football Focus. He allowed the fourth most pressures at his position, and then he got dinged for other things, too, whether it was penalties or whatnot. Mm -hmm. So, uh, I mean, there's a lot of centers in the NFL that are able to just, I know it's a shock, hold their own and not get forklifted (laughs) into the quarterback three times every quarter, it seems like, right? So, you know, Bradbury... You know, there's some there's some built-in excuses and that well what do you want me to do I'm a young guy in the NFL and I've got you know a, ro- a revolving door of incompetent guards to my left and my right and so maybe getting Ezra Cleveland in solidified left guard and Wyatt Davis we think is going to make the team as the starting right guard you know maybe getting just some more fortified blue chip options at those positions helps him out but like now you're a veteran man it's your third year. And uh, we talk all the time about how important the left tackle position is. Well, the center position, I think it's overlooked in terms of like the most important positions on the field. You are the heartbeat of the offensive line, and you are the direct connection to the quarterback. And also, you are, if you get bowled over at the line of scrimmage, you are the quickest path to sack a non-mobile quarterback if you can't hold up your end of the bargain. So to me, the offensive line will go the way of in 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 uh, much of the season, the way that Garrett Bradbury goes when it comes to pass protection. So what about you, Dex? Uh, for me, yeah, Garrett Bradbury's on on the offensive side. On the defensive side, I see a lot of potential here, and I'm curious how he slides in because there have been additions on the defensive line, but DJ Wanham. Does DJ Wanham take an even bigger step forward than he did last year? Because situationally last year, he was solid. Yeah. He picked up three sacks, uh, 24 tackles, nine quarterback hits. I want to see if this kid is actually was that just a flash in the pan and, and and a situation where they were so banged up that he was capitalizing, just being the only guy that was able to get after the quarterback, or is there something here, or is is could he have a path kind of similar to Daniel Hunter, where he was a late round, a mid round pick, and he's going to blossom into one of the best defensive ends in the league? So I think Wanham is one that I'm looking at as can he take a bigger step forward in 2021. Yeah, he definitely showed some promise. Um, he he wound up among the Vikings edge rushers last year. He wound up, I want to say, uh, third in pressures behind Unique Ngakwe Good. and uh, Ifadi Adenabo. So, I mean, it's not saying much. Vikings had one of the worst edge rushing units in the NFL last year. It's a yeah. low bar to clear, but I think we all saw some flashes from DJ Wanham. And guess what? That position opposite Daniel Hunter is up for grabs, yes. baby. They're going to need someone to step up and take some snaps there. So I would say everyone involved in special teams, too, needs yeah. to step up. The Vikings had <laughs> oh, like God, 60 yeah. punt return yards Including last coaching, year. coaching, right? Long yeah, that, that was just a uh, gong show last year. You had the you know the Dan Bailey meltdown halfway through the season in Tampa. So you know what? Just, we, we, special don't, teams. we don't talk about or or put enough priority on special teams until it's bad. And then it's a problem. Yeah. Because, yeah, yeah and and the my one fear, though, Greg Joseph, this is my one fear, okay? 
So, like, they bring in this guy. I mean, how is Zim not going to mind bleep this kid or this guy? <laughs> he, like, hasn't been a full-time kicker since, like, 2018. It's bad. I know. Like, why Why are you – why is this the answer? And, and then they signed, they signed an undrafted guy. But, again, that's a kid, right? So – that's the one the one position that if I was the Vikings with Zim as my coach, that I would have gone long well on, which is to say yes. signed a mentally stable veteran kicker who can shrug off a coach like giving him the stink eye. Okay, what was, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, maybe he is currently, because I know he kicked a couple games with the Rams last year, so maybe he's latched on now, but what was wrong with Kai Forbath? Just couldn't Too many extra PAT. points missed. That's why. But he made one of the biggest. I mean, he he prolonged that the miracle. He made the key kick there. Yeah, which was like what Dex fifty two yards yeah, or something. Fifty two yard bomb. Yeah. Okay. I feel so like right. it's overstated how bad Kai Forbath was at extra points. So yeah. with the Vikings in two thousand sixteen, he was eleven of fourteen on extra points. And then the next year, he was 34 of 39. So he missed five extra points out of 39, which is not, you don't want that. Don't get me wrong. You don't want that. Right. But he was, as a Vikings kicker on the field goal side, he made almost 90% of his field goals. No, you're right. So I just, I'm not saying he's Hall of Fame bound. I'm just saying, like, you're, you're literally trying out guys who just don't have any experience. And there's dudes like Kai Forbath out there that. And so, but, but here's what I don't, don't get. Okay, games often, like it or not, come down to that position, right? They come down. So, so Blair Walsh sort of did freak out. Like that whole thing was weird. He he was as his first year with Les here, he was unbelievable, and then it went sideways. And I don't blame Mike for all of, of that. It did but go ever, sideways, very sideways. Yeah, it went very sideways. Mostly left and, yeah. and hooked from and hooked from Tennessee to like Memphis on that one kick in Week One in like 2016, but. It, Here's what I don't get. So if you're the Vikings, Daniel Carlson is like exhibit A of what you can't do. Because that guy freaked out here, was incapable of making a field goal, picked up by John Gruden, right, who's a madman himself, and he's been great there. So, like, you have all the evidence you need for why you need a stable kicker who's been around for a long time. And even then... It doesn't go great at times. So what are you doing with Greg Joseph? The Meadows at Mystic Lake has modified its golf policies to follow the COVID-19 public health recommendations and welcomes you to play this award-winning public golf course. It offers a unique, challenging, and scenic golf experience. The Meadows at Mystic Lake is a full-service golfing destination enhanced by nearby food and entertainment, including the Meadows Bar and Grill and Mystic Lake Casino Hotel. It's never too early to book a tee time or shop the pro shop. Stop in or visit GolfTheMeadows.com. That's GolfTheMeadows.com. Owned and operated by Shakopee Midwakanton Sioux Community. I'm just looking to, there's so many teams that Carlson. just have, like like it's Mason Crosby had one weird year about a decade yeah. ago. Yes. You know, why can't you just, why can't, why can't the Vikings just have something for five <laughs> years that you feel good about, you know? It's I'd ridiculous. pay a little bit more. If I was this team with this coach, I would honestly pay a little bit more to have that. You know, I'm you like that. All right, so like that. step up, everyone. We just named. You need to step up for 2021. Thanks, Randy. Yeah, step your game up. Yeah, be a stud. All right. Question number two is presented <laughs> by our friends at PXG. All right, listen. If you guys don't step up, if Garrett Bradbury doesn't step his game up, yeah, he's going to get cut at some point, and then he's going to have more time to golf. 
And that's, mm-hmm. a good, that's a good thing, really, because then you can go to PXD Minneapolis and Southdale Center and check out some of these Gen 4 clubs, the best clubs that PXG has ever made. You want to shave a couple strokes off your game. You want to look good while you do it. Spring and summer apparel has arrived in-store as well. Again, PXG Minneapolis and Southdale Center, and find out more at pxg.com slash Minneapolis. All right, boys, question number two here on this four-question Friday. So the 32nd overall pick, the last pick in the first round from this uh, April's draft, was Joe Tryon. And uh, there's a story out today, he was, he was selected by the Buccaneers, that he's using his first NFL paycheck to pay for his mom's bills and his sister's entire college tuition and all the expenses at uh, University of Washington, and she wants to go into pre-med. So very nice gesture. He's taking care of his family. He got some generational money here for the first time, right? So if you guys were drafted in the first round and you know you had a, had a couple million dollars in your pocket that didn't exist before, what would you do with your first set of NFL paychecks? Point of clarification here. Are we yeah. talking about 22-year-old Judd or are we talking about today's 51-year-old Judd? Today's 50, you, right, you as you so are right now. Draft, so as you are right now. It's a miracle. It's a, it's a miracle I'm drafted by a team. Uh, if today's Judd was drafted and got this paycheck uh, with, um, let's see, both my parents are dead. Uh, I would you have any kids. I don't have kids. I would take this entire check and put it in the bank. Like I might buy a couple things. Dawn could, you know, or order from QVC, which she does right now. So, so that people still change. order off of like the number at the bottom of the screen on QVC or is it their website or how it's their website. Okay. Yeah. I think she goes on, on online, but I mean, I we probably QVC was. We probably have Home oh Shopping God. Network, too. Yes. Those used to be the big ones. Gotcha. Yes. It was basically um, like before Amazon and eBay, there was it. Home Shopping Network and QVC. We okay. literally have a box show up, I would say, a box a day or or a package a day on our doorstep. It's incredible. But, okay, so she could do that. She does already. But I would take the vast majority of that check and put it in the bank. That's what I would do. What? I think that's the sp- I put it you're in the bank. I'd save it. You got to spend that I'd money. Save it. Dude, you're going to die you're soon. You're going to die. Why is it? I want to have but but what if I don't? Like if I don't die, you'll, fi- you'll figure it out when you're I've 80. Now, you're I've 80 and you're broke. You I don't just, want to figure it out. I just got a million a million what bucks. When you're 80 and broke, someone will pay you to hop on, you know, whatever media platforms are relevant and rant <laughs> yeah. about the Vikings. Welcome right? to Mars Radio. What's your hot take? Here on Mars, we're talking about the Mars Martians. Um, no, I am going to save it because I've learned. Now, at 22, I would have spent it. I would have gone to the bar. I would have bought everybody drinks. I would have bought a car. I would have been a complete moron and gotten in trouble. But you know what? That's 22. At 51, I'm much more responsible. Wow, look at you, man. All right, Declan. Now, Dec- what, what, now what Declan. Declan's going to have a decidedly should, different Declan answer. should put it in the bank. He's in no, his late 20s, right? right? But he won't. Well, and here's the thing, and this maybe I'm being nitpicky here, but like, if we're talking signing bonus, are we talking first NFL like legit paycheck, you know? Because I, I, I do bonus. think your signing bonus. Okay, so if, if you're bonus. the 32nd overall pick, well, you get like a $3 million signing bonus, whatever the heck it is. Um, if it's $3 million, I'm, I'm going to ballpark. If it's $3 million, one and a half of that, or the majority of that is actually going to uh, go. It was $5.4 million oh, signing bonus. This makes bonus, it even easier. So, oh, yeah, go crazy. I will put $1 million of that, $1 million of that in the bank. Just going to put $1 million of that in the bank. That's okay. solid. And fact. then I am buying small, little homes in the following cities or places to live in, the, in, the, in, in these following cities. Okay. Oh, boy. 
Because I have now $4 million to play with. And they don't have to be extravagant well, places either. Uh, taxes. Yeah, no, we'll, we'll, deal, we'll deal with that. I have you money. About, you got about, and you're going to pay taxes right. on these places too. Yep. You got yep. about $2 million more, and you're going to be taxed more now than you would have been before the election. So, so you know. I would uh, – yeah, thanks, uh, New America. I, I would buy a place in Big Sky, Montana. Have you seen that show on ABC, though? Yeah, that's one of the worst shows that's ever been produced, so I don't believe it. And I've been to Big Sky, and <laughs> it's a beautiful place. So, um, love, love that show. So I would buy like a tiny little cabin condo where I can ski in and ski out anytime I want, because I love snowboarding. So I would, that, that's number one. The second place would be in Hawaii. Again, small, little place. I'm not asking for an broke. extravagant bells and whistles. You're still home. going broke. It doesn't matter. I don't care. Small little place in Kauai Island of Hawaii. That's number two. Number three, this one actually will be expensive because there's up there's there's so many taxes that go into it. A place in New York, some place in New York. Those are my yeah, those are my three places brownstone? that I would, I'd like to be. I got news: the place in Hawaii will also be expensive. Yeah, yeah. nope. Yeah. But, but if it's fictional money and it's fictional situations, this is my wildest fantasy. That's where I want to be. That's where right. I want to be. So you're next. Declan Goff has gone broke. What happened? We'll tell you. I like what he's done there, though. I like you're you're thinking about the future. You put a million bucks in the bank, and you know you put put that thing in a long term. Just you know, just put that thing in a long term mutual fund. Let it appreciate seven eight percent. I put my entire thing in the bank. Basically, you're you're at the age where you should be you should be using that money, man. Yes, using that money. (laughs) All right, here's what I would do. Okay. So I would, I would definitely. I'm still young enough. I, I'll take the Declan track and I'll put a million bucks in the bank long term just to make sure that I'm good to go and I'm a little older. Okay, but whatever's left after taxes, I'm investing all of it into private jet transportation. Never again do I want to sit elbow to wow. elbow with wow. a fat, wow. smelly slob on an airplane. I never want to sit coach ever again. I've I've flown first class once in my life. It was the that was the second greatest day of my life. I flew private once in my life by circumstance. That was the best day of my life. So I'm telling you, if you can just avoid security lines and and smelly people, so you're buying and the plane. In your chairs, so I, you're buying the plane. I, I just want funds either to have my own. I can just like on a whim or enough to like you know rent a private plane or something. I just want to. I want to travel from. I don't even care if I'll stay in a motel six, whatever. I just want to get there in luxury. Okay, so that's what I'm doing. And a personal chef so that I don't just eat wings and pizza every night. I think you've so now personal gone, chef, I think you've gone private broke. jet, and a million bucks. I think you've both bucks. gone broke. <laughs> I don't think it's as much as we think it is. Wouldn't a personal chef be great, though? Like, just oh, every day you excellent. get home, you think, oh, what, what, what healthy thing can you put into my system to make me feel good about myself? I would love that. Or just make that pizza. <laughs> Stick it. Yeah, just, yeah. Heat up that you pizza like that. for me. That's all I need from my personal chef. All right, question number three here. Okay, so there's all sorts of Julio Jones trade rumors floating around now that they've got the Falcons have a couple first-round pick offers on the table, that the Patriots are the odds-on favorite. Do you guys think the Packers would consider trading for Julio Jones, the Vikings' main rival? And if they did, would it fix the rift with Aaron Rodgers? Number one, um, I think they should. Definitely inquire, and I think it might be very smart. I mean, can, can you imagine Devontae, Julio? That would cause some problems. Do I think that the Packers will? No, I don't think. I don't think that they would. I think internally. I mean, they have not changed their basic philosophy since Ted Thompson, who's now deceased, started. So, like, this is the type of splash move they one thousand percent probably should make. 
Um, and they won't. And But here's the problem with the second part of the question. I think the relationship between Rodgers and the Packers is toast. I don't think he's coming back. And I don't know. That now, a year or two ago, if they had inquired and made this type of trade, I think it's huge. I think he loves it. I think he probably almost certainly finishes his career in Green Bay. Um, but I think now with how he perceives the Packers and how this guy clearly can hold a grudge, if they trade for Jones, I think it might give him cause to pause and think, but it seems like the ship has sailed. So unfortunately for them and fortunately for Vikings fans, I think it's done there. I really do. Yeah, I think he's done there. I think it, it it's a band-aid. I guess it's a good idea in, in theory. It's kind of though like uh, it's kind of like having a rebound. It's only going to tease you, then you're still going to be looking back at the thing that pissed you off more. So, and I think I think also Rodgers is done there as well. Miles Teller, by the way, the actor who he's been hanging out with, and I believe him, if I will, I'll put my My Talk 1071 hat on here, I believe Miles Teller and Shalane Woodley are like best friends in real life. They've worked on a ton of movies together. So that's where I think these four have now are hanging out in Hawaii. So Miles Teller tweeted out a picture today of, with him and his wife, and he just captioned it. They're like both drinking cold brew coffees. And he captioned it, cheers to signing with the Packers. What does that mean? Just that I, I think all the Packers steam, and he's just like adding to the drama that like Miles to like, here I am hanging out with Aaron Rodgers, and like, I'm also now signing with the Packers. I don't know. I think I a saw that last night. There. What does, yeah. And and who who is this guy? Miles, Miles Teller? Teller. He's an actor. He, he's kind of like, it's, it's really, he was in a lot of movies in the early part of the decade, and he hasn't worked a lot in the last three years, and it's really weird. Okay. Um, yeah, him and so they're hanging out with Rogers and yeah. his fiance, and yeah. they're all just in Hawaii, whatever, playing guitar, smoking weed. I don't know. Yeah, what I was gonna doing. say, yeah, Kumbaya. Taylor Swift. Yeah, I, I, so I think the Packers are too cowardly to make a big splash move like that. Yes, the the Vikings make moves like that historically. They sign the big free agent quarterback or make the big trade for Jared Allen. The Packers do not. They did with Reggie White twenty five years ago. Uh, but they've mostly been cowardly when it comes to spending money in free agency and making big splashes. And so, no, I don't think they would consider trading for Julio Jones. And even if they did, I think Aaron Rodgers would still say, ah, whatever, too little, too late. I still think yep. you guys are a bunch of jackasses. <laughs> yep. and it's hilarious to watch. It is great. It is hilarious to watch. I, and, I of think... course, like your Packer fan friends are always going to lash back and say, well, how many Super Bowls do you have? Well, we're self-aware. Yeah. Of yep. course. You got none. Got I none. think right now that there is a fighting chance he does not play. Period. Like if they don't trade him, if they him. don't trade him, he will not play. Yeah, I uh, I think he would do that before playing for them. Yeah, he would. And he's now they, they, too, so he's they should trade him. Just they can get a first round pick. Just move on from it at this point. You've botched it this, to this. Degree, hey, quickly, so. is this is this the official start now with, with guys like Jones, Rogers, going down the path of of more star players, more star football players? Excuse me, becoming like basketball. Like this feels like yes. the start of a path, and the and, and Brady, the Brady exec- started it. Yeah, but I mean, the football executives are sort of like com- completely resisting this because Jones should have been traded draft week, and he wasn't. So clearly, yeah. the Falcons are like, "Oh, we're going to call your bluff, and you'll calm down." And he's he's not. So this to me is really intriguing, and it's it's a slippery slope. It's dangerous, but it's also fun to watch from the outside. Of if you do get enough star players forcing the hands of teams mid-contract too yeah so not like i, I can walk i that they actually say i'm not going to play it's very intriguing but yeah i think tb started this and i think that we are now officially going to see guys 
more and more um, start to try and, and chart their own course. Question number four is presented by Federated. Federated Mutual Insurance Company helping business owners for over 100 years. You're looking for a little peace of mind. You're coming out of the pandemic. You want to make sure that all your policies are up to date and relevant to what's happening in our country right now in our state of Minnesota. Federated is a great guiding hand for you. They're also Minnesota sports fans, a bunch of them over there. I've had a chance to get to know them over the years. So uh, they're masochistic just like we are. Check them out at federatedinsurance.com. And remember, at Federated, it's our business to protect yours. All right, question number four here on Four Question Friday, Purple Daily style. Would you rather be able to speak to animals back and forth or speak 10 different languages? This one is so simple. Yeah. Animals. Stella and I could talk like we oh, already talk. Declan's face. What? We already talk. You want to talk to animals? Yeah, Why? I don't care about 10. You don't like talking to people and you want to talk to animals? Animals are more intriguing. They uh, might have something to say. I don't know what Stella's saying now. Like she could talk and I could talk back and we could have dinnertime conversations while she's eating the puppy chow. 10 different languages doesn't help me. I'm not going to start traveling. Like, like if I could speak French, Spanish would be really good. But 10 different languages? Come on. I don't give a crap. But don't you think, okay, so let's say Stella all of a sudden could speak fluent English and understand and comprehend and yeah, you guys have a conversation. Yeah. Wouldn't you then get sick of her constantly badgering you with questions? Like, like wouldn't it just be like having another human around and you, you don't like to talk to humans? But I'd like to know what she's thinking. Like, yes, maybe I would get tired what, after a while. What if she, hate, like, yeah, what if she hates you? Oh, man? we're at loggerheads a lot of times. We disagree on a lot of things. Like right now, we have disagreements. Like we fight now. So I can only imagine, like the first month or so would be so interesting though. But I mean, 10 languages, what do I need that for? Badass. But but where am I going to use them? Like in the bar? Yes. Uh, You know? Yes. Well, okay, well you're trying. Your motives are far (laughs) different than mine. I got a family with a wife and a dog, and I would like to be able to talk to the dog, okay? I want to see Declan just like... squirrel, what's going on? Not much, man. I'm high. All right, Dex, what language, single guy at a bar, Declan, what language would you bust out to try and impress the ladies? Italian. Italian, Uh, 100%. Italian. You get lucky right away. It would help a lot. (laughs) It would make up for a lot of other deficiencies. Yes, it would... uh, Ten languages, dude. That'd be so badass. I would love that. I don't. I, I so, don't right. like. I don't like animals. I like dogs, and that's it. I can't stand you like animals. animals. No, animals are no. You know my fear of horses. I I made my I made that so you don't like clear. Cats? cats can. I don't like cats, and I know Mackie's a big cat guy. I, I do cats. not trust a cat. I don't trust things that that crap and sand in my own house. I don't trust that. I don't trust it for one second. Don't do He's it. He's crapping on the floor of your house. Really that's does. fine. Yeah. All right, I'll break the tie here. Okay, so. <laughs> One of my biggest, so I, listen, we got little Tommy running around 14 years old and I do have conversations with him now. Yeah. Uh, You know, I don't know exactly what he's saying, but I can presume when it's, when it's morning and he hasn't eaten in a while and he's yelling at me in his cat voice, like we have conversations back and forth. And so I would be very curious to know, you know, what types of things is he actually saying? However, I got to go languages, man. I got to go 10 languages. One... I, I, I've, I've only traveled internationally to Canada and Mexico, and at some point I'd love to do a European excursion. I'd love to go to Asia at some point. And one of my biggest fears and anxieties mm-hmm. is that I'll get there and won't know how to, like, read anything or speak to anyone 100%. or explain things yes. or 
understand things or I'll wind up like on the wrong transportation thing. Like I'm just I'm crippled with anxiety when it comes to not being able to communicate with certain cultures. And, and it's held me back from traveling. It really has. I was going to say, then just don't go. No, I'd like to go. I know no, that but you, just you... don't go then. <laughs> you could talk to Tommy. Tommy's in your house. You just basically said, I don't want to. You, you went through the whole thing about Tommy and then said, but I'm going to pass on talking to Tommy. What Correct. if Tommy's yeah, trying I want, to tell you cause, something? Yeah, because I'm going to be here once in, uh, in this world, once in my life, and I'd like to explore with some confidence, some yes. other areas of the planet. I'm trying yes. to open up. We're all just specks of dust here. In my family. That's what I'm trying to do. <laughs> At the expense of some guy in Russia who I might have a conversation with. I could talk Silly, to Kirill. Could... Exactly. Kirill Kaprizov? Seriously, man. No, when, you know. When, Mo, when Moritz Boehringer was here as a yeah. Vikings wide receiver, you could have here, had a German conversation with Mobo. Here's the problem now. Because of Zoom and the pandemic, we can't get near those guys. And I got a sneaky suspicion they're going to try and keep that for a while. Yeah, they probably will. Probably I got a never I got a sneaky su- suspicion that the days of oh clubhouse access is going to be severely different than it yeah. was pre-pandemic. I think you're probably right. All right, that's your four question Friday here on Purple Daily. See Stella with Matt. Got your back. What are you looking at, Fatso? Well, yeah, <laughs> feed me, you, you sob. You son of a bitch. You've been holding me back for a decade. Mom's right. You had the AC on Monday. Now the heat's not on. What the hell are we doing in this house? (laughs) What's that line from Road Trip? (laughs) Tell that bitch to make me some blueberry pancakes. (laughs) (laughs) All right. We'll see you guys next time on Purple Day. (laughs) 